0: Hi, this is Dr. Mike Chupp, and you are listening to CMDA Matters, the weekly podcast of the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. Late last year, you might have heard me talk about the Global Missions Health Conference in Louisville, Kentucky, which we call GMHC. It's an annual gathering for Christians in healthcare who are interested in healthcare missions. And I find it always amazing to see how many of God's people are called to or who feel drawn to learn more about healthcare missions and how they join together in worship and in fellowship at this event. Well, at last year's GMHC, I was actually surprised and excited to have the opportunity to meet on U.S. soil, Dr. Rudy Majovic, who is the president of the Christian Medical Association in the country of Ukraine. He's a young healthcare professional a neurology resident who found himself in an incredibly unusual position after Russia invaded Ukraine in early 2022. As a resident in training, he was thrust into a leadership role as he and his colleagues tried to help people in their own country who were being displaced and even injured by the war. Well, after the conference there in Louisville, he joined us for just a few days at our CMDA headquarters here in Bristol, Tennessee. And we ask Rudy to join us on the podcast to talk more about his experiences and how we can be praying for the people of Ukraine. So keep on listening and you're gonna hear more from a relatively young healthcare professional leader in a war-torn country in Eastern Europe, Dr. Rudy Maievich. Well, today on CMDA Matters, we've got a very special guest actually in our studio here in Bristol, Tennessee, a physician from the country of Ukraine that I'm quite sure that we likely might never have met, and I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Jeff Barrows. Jeff, I don't think that we would have crossed paths with Dr. Rudy here if the Russian army had not invaded Ukraine in early 2022.
1: Yeah, perhaps at an ICMDA meeting, um, like recently in Tanzania, but
0: uh, yeah, likely
1: not uh, in the same way that we certainly have with Rudy.
0: But it wasn't long after that invasion that Dr. Peter Saunders put on our radar. Dr. Rudy Mahavich, who was training in neurology uh, when the invasion happened, and we heard that um, this young, uh, in his 20s, uh, leader of the Christian Medical Association of Ukraine was taking charge and leading a group of medics and other volunteers in an effort to help his uh, fellow countrymen. So, Dr. Rudy, welcome to CMDA Matters. Thank you so much. It's, it's a honor to be here. Thank you, Mike. You shared a thank you with our, those who attended the national convention, but of course, that's only a fraction of those of our members and constituent supporters. So we wanted to have you today just to talk a little bit about what's happened. But before we jump into what actually happened last year and what's happened since, would you tell us just a little bit about your faith journey, how you came to hear the gospel— Were you raised in a Christian family? Were you raised in an atheist family? Tell us, our listeners, a little bit about how you came to follow Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. I grew up, as many of people, in church family, Christian family, in extremely traditional church. We were talking one day with Jeff about this, and there is less traditional in Ukraine like that, but there still are. And uh, they grew up in me... I would tell this trade legalistic attitude to God, that you have to work, you have to try, you have to read the Bible, you have to do this, this, and this. And I tried, and I tried to do this, and I, I, I was feel like Paul, doing everything to, to please God. But I think as many of us, all of us, fell short. <laughs> it didn't work out, <laughs> I was trying to do, but falling again and again and again. I just gave up. And at that time, I started to read other books, not, not from my community, and listen to other preachers. And gospel was just open for me. I was like, wow, it's absolutely not about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It's about what he's doing. Like, wow. It's something new. And I, I didn't repent like, oh, one day and done, my life changed. No, it was the whole process of, I like guess, mm-hmm. six months when I was discovering, like, whoa, it's, it's something. And that, how
0: old were you at that time, Rudy?
2: I guess 16, 17, mm-hmm. uh, something like that. And, uh, um, yeah, I had a great impact because of Christian camps and people, young people, and it's because sometimes people are doing camps and, and, and give up a little bit later because they don't feel, see a result. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't give up. Because yeah. those moments, those are, are really important. And I, and I met many other young as, as me that came to Christ later in his journey because of camps. So, yeah, I discovered the gospel in absolutely other way.
1: Well, Rudy, it's been good to get to know you a little bit better the last couple of days here. And we've, during our times together, we've talked about what's happened, the terrible events in your country. You. As most of our listeners know, there was an initial invasion in 2014 that was somewhat limited uh, and then stopped. But that all then changed early in 2022 when the Russian army again began a full-scale invasion, even threatening your capital, Kiev. So tell us a little bit about your life and medical practice prior to that full-scale invasion and then obviously how your life changed after that dreadful events of february of 2022
2: i'm grateful that you mentioned about the invasion in 2014 because many people are forgetting about those moments and it's it's important because it's not didn't it two years ago it started a long time ago mm-hmm. and uh, we did everything from our side to don't escalate conflict mm-hmm. but it didn't work and unfortunately, it's happened with evil. It's like when, when in Ukraine, we have phrase like, if you're going to give to the dog uh, one finger, he's going to eat your whole arm. <laughs> uh, and this is what has happened. So before full-scale invasion, uh, I, I finished my residency in neurology. I was practicing as a doctor. And part-time, other part of time, was uh, CMDA president. Uh, I was leader... For three years, I think, by that time, and uh, yeah, we had a great team. We had a, I had a great, fa- I have great family, son, young son, almost three years old, and uh, yeah, we we had a life. We planned it in the last five years, two churches, so it was a lot of work and development, and and a lot of future plans that we had.
0: Rudy, if 2022 invasion hadn't happened. What would life for you personally and professionally, what would it look like right now if, if all that had, what, what did you have in mind? What was ahead for you? What did God put on your heart to do with your career?
2: It's complicated um, to imagine because um, I didn't answer on second part like well, how my life changed and uh, it's it changed dramatically. I, I became president full-time, we started to hire people, we started to have a budget because before we didn't have a budget. But if full-scale university would not happen, again, it's complicated because I think God was preparing us. Mm. I see how he was leading day by day, month by month, every le- once by once, because Christian Medical Association of Ukraine wasn't really ready and organized before 2020 I guess 2019 and unfortunately and we didn't have a team we have great individuals that did some ministry but it wasn't organization the conflict
0: forced you to come together as a team
2: uh, uh, no, god was preparing before mm-hmm. god prepare a team leaders so we already had a contacts in the country and outside the country covid even covid was a preparation, mm-hmm. because we started to do a Zoom call through ICMDA, who's not a part of a CDA. please make sure that you know who they are. Amazing organization. And through ICMDA, we started to do a Zoom calls with doctors, Sweden, Britain, United States, Canada, and how we built relationship.
0: My understanding is that you were even in the middle of uh, one of those meetings when the initial bombing of Kiev happened. That there was – Dr. Saunders mentioned that you were meeting even with some Russian, maybe students, with Ukrainian students or international students at that time in Kiev. Uh,
2: Yes, yes. We had a leadership training uh, on Zoom from ICMDA. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So – with the invasion how your immediate family your wife as well as your son and other family members how have they been per, have you been personally impacted by the invasion at the beginning and even since then
2: as i remember it's it's totally other life it's uh, absolutely you it's like something like a covid feeling in the beginning no one will know what are going to happen next day mm. Everything was closed. Uh, people were millions, not not thousands. Millions of people were running away, and uh, no one would know, Should we go? Should we stay? Should we go? Should we stay? Mm-hmm. Evacuate? Go to Europe? Go to family? If Western part? We didn't know, but we we understood. I understood. It's we. I was sure for seventy percent that this is gonna happen, this war is gonna happen, and. And I understood it's not gonna, he's not gonna go to Lviv so fast, maybe to Kyiv, maybe to other, but not to Lviv. So I took a time like, okay, we we need, we we want to stay to serve people. We want to stay with our church and we want to, to do something. If it's going to be critical, we're going to leave. We have people in Western part, Western or in Europe, we will find a place, but we want to stay. And uh, uh, of course I was afraid, not more about me, but about my family. And uh, it's absolutely different. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you're young, you can go in the fireplace. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, yeah, the, uh, the beginning was really shaking and not sure. But when you are coming to God and like, I want to help other, it's helping you by the way. Two, two moments that hold me emotionally, helping other people and my two years old son. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because when you are helping others, when I'm asking Jeff, what is your problem? I'm focusing not on my problem, but on yours. Mm-hmm. And, and this is really important. And second, when you come to your two year old son, and he's not asking you what is on the media, mm-hmm. he want to play with you. Of course. So, yes, yeah, this is two important moments that hold us emotionally, mentally, because it's you all the time on the news occupied this occupied this killed this everything was changing not by days hours minutes Mm -hmm. so yeah it was extremely important and by the way it was a lesson for international missions i think or organization because when they started to come in the first weeks they were lost i think the first six months they just most of the big organizations trying to figure out what to do this is the moment with corrupted um, p- politicians. When you come into corrupted country, you not always can trust to politicians because sometimes they cannot always put you clear picture. Mm-hmm. So that's why when when organizations are coming, they should go to local people, local organization, and ask them and see and and do observe because they're going to spend millions on nothing. I saw Red Cross, UN, United Nations, uh, MSF, and many other organizations that you were lost in the first weeks, uh, and I, I think the people, the organizations, weren't ready for such conflicts, and I was surprised. I thought they have some no, they algorithm, they had some algorithm, but no, they didn't. Uh, so yeah, I think it's a great lesson when you come into new country. Go to local people, local churches, local organizations. Check them, ask them, work with them. But you cannot be always trusting what government telling you.
1: So really you're, what you're describing is a time for the Christian Medical uh, Association of Ukraine to really shine. And you mentioned that you were already president of the CMA of Ukraine and had been for, what, two, three years at that point?
2: Three 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 years, So
1: you became president in 2019. Yes. And then the war comes, and there's a huge change, not just for you, but for uh, the Christian Medical Association of Ukraine in a time that God could use you. So describe for our listeners a little bit of of some of the things that you began doing uh, as CEO of uh, CMA of Ukraine and then the team that you brought along beside you.
2: So as I was telling telling you, those contacts, those Zoom calls that we were, were making became a partners, became our friends. I made a call to all of them on the first day. We have to do something. Um, and some, with some of them I was speaking before even. We have to do something. And, and this is the beauty of Christians and, and beauty of God. Use them to, and it's helped me to understand this passage about small faith, mm. the master.
0: Mm-hmm. Mustard seed.
2: Yes, it's, it's, uh, you don't need, you don't start with a big three goal. Mm-hmm. You start it from, okay, let's do something. A- and I'm telling you, I'm, I gave, can you give you an example from Sweden, Lars, and he's just infectious doctor. He doesn't have contacts in the government, in, yeah. in all over the world, in pharmaceutical companies, but he, he's like, okay, we're going to do something. He called to his friends, to Swedish Christian Medical Fellowship, let's gather something. So they started to go, and they're like, oh, it's going to be two trucks. <laughs> so they sent, uh, and, but how are we going to send it? And they connected with one church, and they, this church gave them a contact of the rapper, the famous Christian rapper uh, in Sweden, really uh, great guy, and he organized a logistic. I'm not gonna tell you miraculous stories how God took one Swedish logistic company put to Britain and then moved just before COVID to Lublin Poland it's another miracle story and this rapper were friends with this Lublin guy logistic and he called and organized a logistic hub in Lublin to transport all stuff to Lviv and for beginning it was just two trucks but when People saw, he, it was in public, went to public, and pharmaceutical company uh, connected. And government uh, made open doors. Mm-hmm. And right now we're working with one of the biggest and successful pharmaceutical company in Sweden. Just gathered millions of dollars, mm-hmm. close to six million of dollars, the stuff that they gave already. Mm-hmm. And it's growing only. But it started from small, Mm-hmm. Doctor, we didn't plan big companies, <laughs> infrastructure, and logistic, and uh, millions of dollars. No, let's let's do something.
0: You did the first step that you knew you could do, mm-hmm. and then God's Spirit moved others, and it it has be, it has continued to grow. Yes, the impact.
2: Yes, yeah, this, this passage became really really important for me mm. because. Okay, so what? Oh, what does it mean? Oh, really? I I never thought. I thought something spiritual. No, it's not. It's just about one step, one step, mm-hmm. one step. I don't know what holding for the future, but yeah, I I want to do. I want to do just at least something. Mm. And uh, that that how it's all started to grow. Of course, it's it's grow from humanitarian project, and right now we supplied more than eight hundred tons of medical help roughly 200 million worth of supplying, and uh, yeah, and it's only growing. We don't see that it's going to grow. But it's not only that. We are working with right now with government. We're Christian organization, and I, I, I'm telling you, we're not organizations that liberal. We're Christian. We have it in, in the name of Christian. <laughs> so um, they don't want to work always with religious organizations. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you're Christian. But they are working with us and it's amazing uh, uh, how, how we grow in and not only humanitarian because it's humanitarian aid is not a solution for the problem. You have to educate. As a surgeon, you know, if I'm going to give you great equipment, but I'm not going to train and you as a bad, corrupted doctor, mm-hmm. what are you going to do with this? You're going to screw up. You're going to use it in wrong purpose. But if we're going to come, I'm going to bring great Mike shop, Dr. Surgeon, and he's going to train. He's going to give it a, a knowledge. He's going to share faith, and he's going to tell me, Rudy, this guy worth to give this equipment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we not just supplied equipment. We supplied with, we equipped with knowledge and with values, Christian values, mm-hmm. and we're making the changes. So our goal is not just to supply. It's not going to change you. I'm telling it's 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 not, one, one of the great leaders told me, it's not sexy uh, when we're talking about development, but it's something that is working. It's something that' going to make a difference and an impact.
1: Good lessons for us, even here in the United States. But, Rudy, we were out uh, the other night, uh, Dr. Chup and I were talking with you, and, and we're amazed to learn that you have over 20 staff now working with the Christian Medical Association of Ukraine. And uh, I guess I wanted to know if the entire team is focused on relief and assistance in response to the war in the Ukraine, or, or is the ministry now including other aspects of Christians in healthcare there in your country?
2: I am amazed too. <laughs> I don't know how we still can afford it. And it's only growing. And I'm a Baptist, so I didn't believe in a miracle. Important emphasize, <laughs> didn't.
0: <laughs> God's, word, God's Word sometimes um, surprises us that it, it shows up as true even for today, doesn't it?
2: Yes, it is. It is. And I, when I was reading those miraculous stories when um, some orphanages was running out of money, and they prayed and, and, and opened the door, and the money were on the ground. And they're like, how? Oh. Too much. Maybe, maybe they were ordering or expecting, but too much. But when I had the same situation, when we had a planning and we said, we need those suppliers, and next minute we go into warehouse, opening new boxes arriving and asking, who brought it? No one knows. And we, it is exactly what we ask, exactly what we said. We need it. We should find funds for, to order it it was exactly and I'm like wow and about the same about f- money like we run out of the money i don't know what to how to pay salaries i don't know how to afford logistic and other someone someone god was moving to send like hey rudy hello good morning i want to send you this amount of money to support warehouse and, and, and another I'm like thank you god
0: and sometimes do you wake up wondering wow why has god blessed me to give me this experience at only age 26 or 27.
2: Yeah. Yes, pretty yes.
0: amazing lessons that you're learning early on in your life about how God is able. Yes, I'm well,
2: telling you, it's absolutely God. <laughs> I would screw it out with with my age and experience, definitely I would not be able to do this. So all glory to him. Amen.
0: Why don't you give us some examples of some specific victims, uh, those who have been injured or sick during the conflict that CMA of Ukraine have helped along the way? Uh,
2: um, so we, we have different projects and different help. Um, so we have a plastic surgeon team. The, uh, that coming and operating because the, the injuries that we are facing mm-hmm. no one faced before in many years and it's horrible and i can show some of you and when we were preparing for these missions i, I was uh, sending the photos i was like oh it's too much I, even i as me as a doctor cannot watch it mm-hmm. and we make some many operations on those people and i remember it was a new year one doctor from dallas came uh, steve orton credit to him amazing guy and he came for, to military sur- um, hospital no one was allowed to operate in military hospital it's extremely close structure mm-hmm. but he knocked in the door like can i operate <laughs> yes you can <laughs> and it's amazing and he built a relationship with those surgeons so on the, his third trip in new year last last year uh, he sacrificed his holidays to spend in Ukraine and he came and one of the cases that he had was really complicated and the soldiers were sharing that i'm I'm afraid of how I look I'm not going outside uh, and he still was in not the best conditions uh, uh, because he's shame how he's looking and and he said hey I'm not going to lie to you it's a really complicated situation but let me pray for you and he said in prayers, God loves you, doesn't matter how you look. He proved your love when he died for you. He sacrificed your life, not because how you look and what other thing, but because he wants to have a relationship with you. And after this prayer, um, on the next day, doctor called him and retold the, war, uh, um, f- uh, the sentences from the soldier. The soldier said, it was the first night since injury when I slept calmly. Mm-hmm. Because he 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 didn't have he didn't have peace inside, and sometimes it's this is all about how strong you be, could be inside, or how strong you, you can be outside, but weak inside. When when you are went to horrible things, and it doesn't matter how you look, but when you have peace inside, it's different. Mm-hmm. And after three months on the second trip, when they went to this hospital again. This, uh, this uh, doctor said that this patient died, but his mother said, shared that after New Year, it was the most peaceful time mm. since, since he went on the ward. So, yeah, such stories there are wonderful, showing that, and he, he's, not, he's not the leader of organizations, this Stephen Orton. He's not, he's, he, he went to some missions with Leap Global Mission, but he just wanted to do something. Mm-hmm. And he was coming and, okay, I'm going to pray. I'm not a Billy Graham, I'm not an all-molar, I'm not the best, but I'm going to pray. And this is what is impacting. Because some of the patients will die when, because it's so complicated. But at least
0: you're bringing the peace to their hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, when I think back over the stories that just have dramatically impacted me from thinking about conflicts in the American U.S. military past, from our conflict past, the stories that just stand out as remarkable, especially that seem gospel and Christ-oriented are those where we love our enemies. You know, Jesus said, love your enemies. Do you have any examples where Ukrainians, whether part of your team or Christ followers, have been able to love your enemies?
2: Yes, absolutely. I um, went a couple times on the front line, sleep with the soldiers, being the culture in the basement, uh, everywhere with them and had this smell the spirit uh, of army. and uh, they, they shared with me when they captured Russians, when they gave them food and other and mercy. they were angry. Because they they lost some of those Russians killed a couple of days ago their friends, mm-hmm. but they captured them. And like I'm ready to kill you, but I'm not gonna kill you because you without a weapon. And it's so it's so um, so the strongest or s- spirit is not in those media public it's by those small steps. When you without weapon, I'm not gonna kill you. Mm-hmm. I don't respect you, but because you you, you kill my friend, but. I'm not gonna kill you because I, I i it's it's some time if not for them it's some time for 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 his own soul mm-hmm. because i i'm not gonna sleep. he's telling me i'm not he's not a believer i'm not gonna sleep calmly if i'm gonna kill the person who is not trying to kill me so it's it's absolutely uh, the act of the mercy and um we have a prison ministry to serve the Christians that serve into Russians. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, uh, Red Cross, everyone have access to uh, Russian captured soldiers. Unfortunately, we don't have access to in, the same in Russia. Red Cross, they, they said, we cannot do nothing. Mm. That That's that why we have to pray to change this organization. There is no Christianity there, only politician and money. And it's not working, unfortunately. so we have access, we can preach to them, we can help them, we can treat them, we can do whatever in a good, good way. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and yeah, absolutely. Those small stories that not gonna be in news media, but about this dramatic act of faith and mercy. I'm not gonna kill you. Even, I, have, I, I was watching a video how he was given help with injured Russian soldier. Mm-hmm. And I'm asking, why you do this? again i'm not gonna forgive myself if i'm not gonna help him mm-hmm. he was trying to give a help and like whoa man it's two minutes ago they were shooting each other mm-hmm. so he won the battle it's, it's all filmed He coming to he's trying to put a tourniquet other unfortunately the russians died but he, he was trying to do it it's not it's not a lie i was like whoa man why you do this
1: a lot of wisdom at a a relatively young age. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Rudy, uh, the world's attention has been taken off of Ukraine because of all of the current events in the Middle East, and it's probably uh, got some misfortune to it from a lot of different angles. But as we conclude today, what are two or three things that our listeners can be praying specifically for, for you, uh, with the Christian Medical Association of Ukraine, and all your efforts in your country?
2: Of course, of course, the first top I heard is stop evil. Stop evil because read the history. The same was in World War II. Hitler was telling the same, like, I'm just going to take Austria because there is German-speaking population. I'm just going to take Slovakia because we need it. But do not touch Poland. But the evil, it's like evil man is not asking permission to act.
1: Mm.
2: And an evil man, when they see the freedom for themselves, freedom to act, they will do it. And this is the strong of Christian faith. Mm. We have to be more proactive, doing something. If we are pro-life, it's not. It's of course about protecting from abortions, but also protecting from killing. This is wider meaning of pro-life. It's just inappropriate to come and, and claim, I, this is my land. And. Um, we have to stop evil because it will grow and other dictators, other will see that they can do whatever they want and yeah, it's it's gonna come to really bad end that no one wants. And we were thinking in two thousand fourteen, like, oh, we will be able to negotiate somehow. Maybe we don't want a big war, we don't want really big fight, but it don't work with evil like that. Mm-hmm. So please continue to pray, and I'm telling you, the prayers are working. Mm. Uh, we can spend one more hour talking about prayers, uh, how they work. I can tell you multiple stories. One of them short. One of the Christians from Sweden donated ambulance, and we are losing six ambulances per week.
0: You told us earlier that actually the Russian forces are targeting ambulances, and so they have to be camouflaged. There's no protection from a Red Cross.
2: Yes, yes, yes. And we donated this to one of the medic, and he's driving already more than a year on this ambulance. Mm. On the front. (laughs) It's it's not protected by bulletproof metal. It's protected by God and many other stories, so please continue to pray, not give up. Second, pray that churches were active. Just yesterday we had a Bible study with um, Gene and Dave, wonderful time, and we were talking about how Jesus was answering on a need of people. Sometimes it's food, sometimes it's health, but sometimes it's mental issues. So church has to be this organizations and answering represent jesus answering on a need and we have a great opportunity to answer on physical need and it's i'm telling you this is the most easiest need. i'm going to give a food and can preach the gospel Mm. present shows the character of christ and it's worked 2000 years ago Mm. and it's working today Mm -hmm. church is growing church is beautiful church is strong and it's in time of crisis we can show something so beautiful and that, that we can cry from the beauty of it. Because I'm telling you, I saw so many beautiful pastors and churches that answer on a need. doesn't matter what, if it's in on the front during occupation, during evacuations through Russian Belarus to Finland, <laughs> or in Lviv or Western part of where it's safe. Everywhere you, ha- you can serve and you can be a Jesus representative.
0: Dr. Rudy, I want to thank you for joining us today on CMD Matters, and I've just been, as you've been answering uh, Dr. Barrow's question, I've just been thinking. I haven't met too many wonderful, such great examples of truly responding in faith to what Paul told the Romans in chapter twelve and verse twenty-one: "Do not be overcome by evil, Mm -hmm. but overcome evil with good." So, thank you for your faithfulness, and uh, I. I believe that our listeners will be encouraged and inspired and uh, I, I hope also will commit to praying for you and this Christian Medical Association of Ukraine, that God will give you sustaining grace and strength through the conflict and that your numbers will continue to grow, that when the conflict, God willing, comes to an end soon, uh, that you will have so many opportunities as an organization that represents Jesus in health care to impact and help heal your nation uh, moving forward. And we know that many nations, as you've said, are supporting you. And this is going to impact all of Europe, I believe, because of what's happened. So, uh, Dr. Barrows, any final words? I just want to add that uh, as I have gotten
1: to know you a little bit over the past few days, uh, I think you exemplify at your, uh, we've already talked about your young age. Uh, We had a chuckle the other night about your young age, but how God can use Difficulties in our lives to really mature you beyond, far beyond your age. And it's clear to me that He's done that with you and will continue to do it in the uh, months ahead. I hope it's only months, and no doubt many of your colleagues within the CMA of Ukraine are are experiencing the same thing. So just, uh, I just want to thank you for standing up for faith, uh, Christian faith, in the midst of a literal war. So thank you, Rudy.
2: Thank you. Thank you for this time. Thank you, CMDA, for support. And thank you that you will continue to pray.
0: You know, back in 2022, after Russia first invaded Ukraine, we asked our members and champions and other constituents to consider sending a special gift to help Rudy and others in Ukraine provide necessary medical resources to our brothers and sisters in the country of Ukraine. Through our partnership with the International Christian Medical and Dental Associations, we were able to send just over $200,000 to the Christian Medical Association in Ukraine. With those incredible sacrificial donations, they've been able to deliver excellent medical care with much needed supplies and equipment, caring all the while in Christ's name. Well, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Thank you to each one of you who donated to this special cause. And I know that our guest, Rudy, He's incredibly grateful as well for the continued support that CMDA and our global partner ICMDA have shown for the country of Ukraine and specifically, friends, for the healthcare professionals who are working to serve their neighbors and their communities still being impacted by this war. By the way, if you'd like to listen to some of our previous conversations with Dr. Peter Saunders from ICMDA, he's the CEO, About the work being done in Ukraine, we've included links to those previous interviews in our show notes for you today. And as you listen to our conversation with Rudy, I hope that you felt God's call to continue to pray for our brothers and sisters and the people of Ukraine. Our first episode of 2024 featured Dr. Peter Saunders. He was able to share with us more about the global ministry of ICMDA. If you're not aware, Ukraine is just one of more than 107 national groups represented within this global body, and Dr. Rudy is one of 60,000 healthcare professionals who are part, as Christians, of this international ministry. I would encourage you to visit icmda.net to learn more about ICMDA and the variety of resources that they offer. It's really amazing. They also host a World Congress every four years. I was just at the one in Tanzania last summer. And the very next one is on Jeju Island in South Korea in the summer of 2026. If you want more details about that event, just go to icmda.net.
3: Education is a key component of healthcare missions, and that's why one of CMDA's mission outreach programs is Medical Education International, or MEI. It is a short-term missions program that provides academic teaching and clinical training while building relationships with local colleagues and modeling the compassion, care, and love of Jesus. MEI teams serve primarily in low- and middle-income countries and most teams consist of two to 10 fully trained healthcare professionals. For more information, visit cmda.org MEI.
0: Thank you, Jamie. I want also you listeners to know that we've worked very hard on our CMDA Learning Center to fill it with all sorts of courses with category one kind of credit uh, for all of you out there who need that every year for your licensure, And I want to tell you about a new addition, eight hours of Category 1 credit for opioid management. And if you're like me, you've been receiving all kinds of notices from all sorts of organizations that you belong to or maybe you don't belong to, telling us about the fact that we need to get eight hours before we renew our DEA licenses. Well, we've had many experts, those who come from our addiction medicine section, as well as some other docs who are actively taking care of patients with substance use disorder. And they have put a new course with eight hours on the learning center. So let's listen to Jamie as she tells us about our learning center and the incredible benefit that it is to our members for whom all of this continuing education is free.
3: If you haven't yet visited the CMDA Learning Center, then you are missing out. Our Learning Center is filled with continuing education courses to help you learn about today's bioethical issues. More than 100 hours of credits are available at no cost to CMDA members, and we're adding new courses on a regular basis. Designed to advance your knowledge in key areas of healthcare today, our educational content is a trusted source of education for thousands of healthcare professionals, and it's free for CMDA members. Get started today by visiting the Learning Center at cmda.org learning.
0: I hope that you'll join us next Thursday to learn about the work that Dr. Jeff Keenan and our friends at the National Embryo Donation Center in Knoxville, Tennessee, are all about. Uh, Since 2003, it has been the country's leading comprehensive nonprofit embryo donation program and CMDA helped start it all those years ago. So be sure to listen in to hear more next week. As always, if you want to suggest a future guest for the podcast, someone you've heard in another platform or venue, and you'd like for us here at CMDA to have them on the program, would you email us that suggestion at cmdamatters at cmda.org. And if you like the podcast, please be sure to give us a five-star rating and share us with your friends and colleagues and family on your favorite social media platform. I was so touched by Rudy's story about being called to, quote, just do something. They didn't have all the knowledge and the know-how and the logistics all worked out in the beginning. They just knew that they, as Christians in healthcare, they had to do something. Friends, let's let that be a challenge to us this week. As we think about the needs we see in our own communities, we don't have to know how to make it all work. We just have to know that we need to do something. And then we have to take the first step. Do you feel the Spirit of God telling you that you need to do something in your own community, in your church, in your practice, or on your campus? If that's you today, friends, then let's follow in Rudy's footsteps. Let's pray about it. And then take that first step as led by the Spirit, and then the next step, and then watch as the Lord takes your obedience, your small sacrifice, and turns it into something amazing for His glorious kingdom. And as you do so, you will be bringing the hope and healing of Jesus Christ to the world around you. You hear me say it each week, that's what matters to CMDA, friends. And CMDA matters. We'll see you next week, God willing. This podcast has been a production of the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. The opinions expressed by guests on this podcast are not necessarily endorsed by the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. CMDA is a nonpartisan organization that does not endorse political parties or candidates for public office. The views expressed on this podcast reflect judgments regarding principles and values held by CMDA and its members, and are not intended to imply endorsement of any political party or candidate.